Well, good morning and welcome to Local Matters. We are talking about education matters today, and I have two special guests. Ross King's a senior at Upperman High School, and Corby King, who, in addition to being Ross's dad, is also director of schools for Putnam County. Welcome to you both. Good morning, Dr. Bell. Good morning. Thank well, you for having it's us. It's great to see you both, and Corby, uh, welcome back in your Absolutely. case. Absolutely. Thank you. But, uh, Ross, this, is, uh, this session is really about you, so we're going to talk about a lot of things that, that you're doing, but you were recently honored by the Cookville Rotary Club by being named a Student of the Month, so yes, congratulations sir. on that. Thank you. Thank you. What does that kind of an honor do for a student like you? I mean, I just, I mean, I just really, more than anything, I appreciate getting to get up there and experience something like that. You know, I mean, I feel like the Rotary Club, I mean, they do a lot of really good stuff and I feel like being able to be recognized by them was really, I mean, it felt, it was a great honor. Well, good, good. And uh, you weren't alone. There were several other students recognized that month also and, and the Rotary does that uh, every month of the year. So it's, it's a good program to recognize some some great folks. Well, Corby, speaking yes. as a parent, yes, what does a recognition like that do to you or do for you? You know, Dr. Bell, that, I'm going to speak both as a parent and as a school representative. It, it It's always nice when your child is recognized for their hard work and the achievements that they put in. But also on the school side, you know, we appreciate that partnership with Rotary Club. Rotary Club always does so much for the schools. Uh, for students every month with the student of the month, but also for our teachers when we have the annual uh, Teachers of the Year recognition luncheon uh, with the Rotary Club, which is a great uh, reception and a meal just just to recognize the hard work of of our people uh, and students being at the top of that. And so we appreciate that. All three of our high schools have the opportunity to nominate students. Uh, I think those are nominated by teachers and administrators at the school. So on the parent side, when your child is recognized by the school, you know, it, it is a nice honor and it's nice to be there. It's even better when your child lets you know that they've been recognized. This is, <laughs> okay. Yeah, this was the second time he had been he, once last year, too, and we didn't know till the day of and I couldn't get off to get there. So, but it's nice Rotary lets uh, the parents come to the luncheon as well. Yeah, so. I think it's a great experience for the pre- for the parents, and and we should say the um, uh, the non public schools also are represented, yes, and folks come from from HRA and other places too. So there's there's plenty of um, uh, of folks there. It, yeah, uh, the Rotary Club just you know really places a value in education in our community, and those type partnerships are so valuable to all of us. So, and speaking as a Rotarian, I know. Um, we always just look around at each other and basically say we weren't near that good when we were <laughs> when we were in high school. <laughs> we have some impressive students in our school system. We do indeed, and it's great to celebrate them. Yes. Well, Ross, I know graduation is coming up, and you probably haven't locked everything down at this point. But what are your plans after graduation? Uh, well, I plan on attending one of the state schools for sure. Probably, I'm thinking right now, maybe Knoxville, UTK, or UT Chattanooga, MTSU. Maybe ETSU, maybe Tech, who knows. But as of right now, I'm still just touring the different schools and seeing what programs they have and what they got to offer and what I really want to do with the future. So, Oh, that's great. And have you thought about a particular major or a particular college? I think major-wise, I'm probably going to do business finance or... That- 
with, and maybe minor in something right music-wise. Dr. Bell's Alley. That's great. That's, <laughs> I was dean of the business school here, so I'm delighted that you're choosing business. Yes, that sir. Was, uh, that's a great major, and there are a lot of great career opportunities. And you've mentioned a wide range of schools, uh, UTK yes, being the, the biggest and maybe having the best football team of any of those uh, <laughs> those schools that you mentioned, and they're doing pretty well in basketball too this time and of year. Baseball, and I mean, and baseball, and baseball, they, they yeah. have a that great is, athletic program. That is part of the appeal. I know my aunt, his sister, she was telling me if I went there, she was telling me you need to be doing something for the basketball team so you can give me tickets because I want to be able to go. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, maybe you can volunteer and 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 get some of those freebies. That's. Well, it is a great experience, and that SEC experience is is a pretty unique one. That'll give you a chance to a lot of neat things. Well, we want to talk some about your time at, at Upperman, sort of the high school experience for you. When you leave, what memories do you take with you? What are the big things you'll remember from high school? Honestly, I think some of the biggest things that I'll remember are probably like the smallest things that you would just see in a day-to-day basis, you know. I mean, just getting to walk with your friends in the hallway, getting to catch up for that brief five minutes, trying to cram everything you can in and just catch up about what's going on and stuff. I feel like those are some of the most prominent stuff. But also, I mean, just different activities, getting to go to the football games for sure and the basketball games. And, I mean, we had our senior sunrise a couple months ago. That was a lot. That was really fun. Really, there's a lot of stuff I'm going to miss, honestly. I mean, and I'm going to miss a lot of the teachers, really, because, I mean, I feel like you can learn a lot from them if you'll put in the time to take their advice on stuff and all that kind of stuff. So I know your dad's here, but just go ahead and brag on a teacher or two. Who comes to mind as somebody that influenced you in one way or another? Yeah, uh, definitely Tracy Jones. For sure. She was my math teacher freshman year and last year. She, you can tell in everything that she does, she wants the best for her students. She pushes you to do everything you can. And I mean, she can be a little hard on her students every now and then, but it, you can tell that when she's doing it, it's out of the care of her heart and she just wants her students to succeed. And also um, Amy Rashawn, she was with me at the Rotary Club meeting. Uh, she was my government teacher last semester and my econ teacher this semester. And she's just... Like Ms. Jones, she's just really kind, and you can tell she just wants to help her students in any way that she can. Those two, for sure, I would say, have played a big part. Well, it's, uh, congratulations to both of them. You influenced someone, and that's that's a, a good thing. And you'll remember those teachers all your life. I, I can still talk about my senior year and junior year teachers, some of them, right. uh, from, from high <laughs> school and almost blowing up the chemistry lab. That's just part of, <laughs> part of having fun in, in high school. Yeah. So that's that's great. Well, you've also taken some classes at Vol State while you were going through high school. Yes, sir. Tell me about those. Well, um, some were easier than others. <laughs> I Some were definitely easier than others. I took early American literature last semester. That was, I mean, it wasn't the hardest thing I've ever done, but it was it was more work than I think I thought I was getting myself into a little bit. I know I had to write at the end of the class, I had to write a 10-page paper, and I'd never written a paper of that length before. But, I mean, it was a good learning experience. It's a good experience. Yes. I think I've learned a lot about procrastination from those classes. Definitely <laughs> definitely don't put stuff off because it'll get hard. And I took, I took communications last semester. I mean, I learned a lot, but I feel like 
one of the things I'm still working on is using filler words and stuff, I guess. As you're talking on the radio? Yes, I'm like, I'm, I'm hearing it. I'm hearing myself saying it a bunch. But, well, yeah, you, you never listen to yourself on the recording after the after the show. That's not true. You, We all do that, and we all should. But you don't quite sound like you think you do right. often. So, But that's okay. Well, uh, I know you will take those memories with you and um, – so have you done uh, English literature yet in high school or in, in – uh, like have you done the Canterbury Tales? No. Uh, so we have two AP English classes at our school. We uh-huh. have AP English and Composition and then AP Literature. Yeah. And those are both taught by Lisa Brown. And I had her for English and Composition my sophomore year. And we talked about a lot of stuff, but we didn't do the Canterbury Tales. But I know her AP Literature class does talk about that. I well, it, it's funny. I, um, I had a, a teacher named C.R. Terrell. We called him Little Napoleon mm-hmm. because he was relatively short. But um, he made us learn the Canterbury Tales, and we just thought we were going to die having <laughs> to do that. And I can still quote it and still – do Juan not opera with his shorter soda and go from there. <laughs> so those things are going to stay with you. And when you get a chance, thank those teachers for the for sure the great experience they they had with you. So when you took courses at Ball State, was that a that was a dual enrollment kind of? Um, yes, sir. It was for uh, college credit. So I mean, it's just I was trying yes. to do the more general yeah. ed classes, get them out of the way, so I don't have to take them when I get ended for your university. And so I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think it depends on your major, but I think for a business major, I think I only have to have three Englishes, so... That's probably right. So I think I've got all my English for college done. I'm not so sure you're still not going to have to take that... English British Lit class. Yeah, you ought to. That I tried to get him to take this semester, and he's oh, like, "I'm not working that hard." You've <laughs> got to go with Chaucer <laughs> at some point, right? And and Corby, there, there's a what you took was called an EPSO, if I remember. That is correct. Right. And early post secondary experience. That's right, early post secondary opportunity. Okay, uh, so, so to be a ready graduate in in Tennessee, that's that's been a focus from the Department of Education, and something we've been trying to provide more opportunities for students, whether it be through a dual enrollment at Vol State Tech, uh, TCAT Livingston. We, ha- we have several courses that the students can get a dual enrollment credit at TCAT or through uh, some of our CTE courses. There, there are other opportunities. Uh, or a student can have a 21 uh, benchmark, case, you know, that'd be their average benchmark score. Uh, you graduate with EPSOs as a ready graduate. So, the the good thing, and it's something that I, I wish we would have had as students when I went through, uh, he's been taking these courses at Vol State. He took what would have been basically English 101 and 102 when I was at Tech. But 101, 102, then the 201, the American Lit course he had, the communications course, while you're, they're still at home. So mom and dad's got a little bit, you know, he's you're kind of dipping your toes in the water of college life. You're getting that experience. You're getting the courses. But at the same time, we can be there to make sure when you're procrastinating, uh, you've got to log on, you've got a deadline, you've got to meet that. So they don't get behind. You know, that, that was a learning curve for me. Uh, when I first moved away, I was three yep. hours from home and uh, like what? Nobody's going to make you go to class. Nobody's going to check on that homework. Nobody's gonna, I had a big learning curve. There. Whole sense of freedom. It was. And I'm hoping that Students who are taking the dual enrollment classes will be better prepared when they get to college for what to expect and what the courses are going to be. Well, that O stands for opportunity, and it truly is an opportunity for 
uh, students to get into those those classes. Ross, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back and maybe talk a little bit about some of your extracurricular activities at, at Upperman. Sounds good. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters. Uh, we are talking to Ross King about um, Upperman High School and and his uh, time as a student there. Ross was uh, named as a Rotary Student of the Month uh, recently, and with us also is uh, Ross's dad, and uh, we'll get a chance to talk a little bit to Corby about things that are uh, from the parents' perspective this time, too. Ross, you've been You've been really active in a wide range of activities at Upperman. Uh, Mu, Mu Alpha Theta is a math honor society, and it ranges from that to music to yes, all kinds of theater and student government. So we got a lot to, to talk about. <laughs> Tell us about the organizations, some of them that you've been to, and then I'll ask you a few questions about some of them. And we might mention uh, your grades are pretty pretty good, oh. and your your uh, ACT. So you can talk about that if you want to. But we know you're an honor student, so tell us about things. Well, student government. I just joined this year. I was interested in doing it last year, but I just never did. But this year I joined, and we've gotten to do a bunch of different stuff. I mean, today, for example, we had our hundredth day of school. Or, and for the seniors, since it's our last 100th day of high school, we decorated a bunch of cupcakes, and I didn't get too excited a stats quiz. But we, uh, they went over to the middle school, and they delivered some of the cupcakes to teachers that had an impact on our lives and stuff. And student government's involved in all kinds of stuff. I know not that long ago, <laughs> he came down here, and he went down there, and he talked to all of us about just different stuff in the school system. But a lot of opportunities there, for sure. And also just this year, I joined the theater. I decided to do the play. We're doing Mamma Mia at the end of March, beginning of April. And so I just thought, I mean, senior year, let me branch out, try something new. So <laughs> went and tried out for the play. And it was, I mean, it's been a really good decision. I have a lot of fun with it. So um, what are you going to be doing in Mamma Mia? Um, so when I auditioned, I'd never watched the movie or uh-huh. anything. I just thought, <laughs> I just want to do it. I'm going to go try it. <laughs> and so, I mean, the auditions were open. So you, you kind of went up there and just read for a bunch of different parts and they gave you what they thought you fit. Yep. And so for people that have watched Mom and Me, I'm playing Sky, who's the main character's fiance. So cool. it's not the biggest role, but it's still mm. a really good part. And it's I'm learning a lot, having a lot of fun with it. Memorizing lines, singing, dancing, yes. choreography. There's a lot goes into it. It is. It's a, it's, lot, a- <laughs> it's, a lot, it's a lot more work than I thought it was going to be, but it's still really fun. You get a new appreciation for all those folks that are on television or on, sure. on the stage in Nashville or at CPAC or wherever. 
for sure. And I mean, I've always told dad, I feel like if I could do really anything like forever, I think one thing I could never get sick of is being an actor. I feel like that's so fun to get up and pretend to do all this stuff. And so this has been a good little way to try that out. And it's been a lot of fun. Well, Corby, I think he needs to be a, a teacher or a college professor if he I, likes acting and absolutely. likes to get up on the stage. Get up, talk to people, interact with people all the time. Yeah. And uh, We've encouraged that a little bit, too. And I know uh, he looks at it, he wants to make more money than teachers make. He also <laughs> understands that, his mom being a teacher as well. Uh, he, you know, he's grown up in a two-teacher household, uh, but absolutely, uh, we've he and his sister both. Uh, we we would be happy if they decided that education's the the route they want to go. Well, there are great um, opportunities in teaching, and we know we want to encourage everybody to take that track if if that's where their heart leads them. But your heart has taken you into finance and business, and there are super opportunities there too. So. Yes. I think he You're looks at the, the travel and the, the opportunities for income, income opportunities that come with that. Absolutely. Uh, and new experiences. So a lot, a lot yes, of draw sir. there, too. And the business school at Knoxville is an outstanding program. It's really good, and uh, there are just a lot of good, many different opportunities inside that program. Well, you... Um, you mentioned student government. You're in Key Club, too, I believe. Yes, sir. Tell me about Key Club. Key Club, uh, I mean, in my experience, it's kind of a lot like Beta Club, very community service oriented. Um, we haven't done too, too many stuff or things just yet, but I know one thing we did was they had the Leadership Impact Gala, and we got to go and we got to help show people their tables, help bring out the food, and just be a general help for that. So we do stuff like that a lot, just different community service. Good support. Service. And I, I think part of what's impacted uh, all of our clubs in the high schools, but the key club at Upperman as well, and uh, it's it, COVID had or did because there Certainly weren't did. events and there were not things for the students to interact and do. So as we're opening back up, I think we'll return to some normalcy and we'll see a lot more interaction in our service clubs in the high schools from that. Yeah, I think all clubs are building back now, yes. and and it's a new normal. It's not the same thing that we left three, right. four years ago, but uh, still a lot of great opportunity. And, uh, and, you know, students look for the uh, community service hours from the clubs for the uh, Tennessee Promise and Hope Scholarship yes. you have to have. Yes. Uh, so many community services. And just service. a bunch of other different scholarships, right. too. Lots of just... scholarships require community service points. So through these clubs, through the organizations, students can uh, earn community service points. We'll help them on their, their scholarship applications, which is important for parents to note, uh, as well as the students. Yeah, and something I mean, something else that I really just like about that stuff is I mean, I'm very much a people person. I feel like I love to I love to just get to talk to people, and I feel like getting to do that stuff, I get to meet people or just talk to people more that I wouldn't normally talk to. I know, like for Key Club, there are people in Key Club that I don't I'd never talked to before, but just sure. getting to go and do stuff with them, I've gotten to get closer with them and just become friends with them and stuff. So I mean, so it's it develops your interpersonal skills, yes, for sure, and your team building skills. You you're a member of a team. You don't do it all yourself, for sure. And that's that's all good, and uh, and I think uh, it also sets in your mind a little bit, sort of a brain pattern that says, I can spend my whole life and serve other people in a variety of ways right. in different service organizations. So that's that's all good. Yes, sir. Well, you were um, uh, on your resume. You talked about being a delegate to the Student Congress on Policies in Education. Yes, yes, sir. Tell I, us about that a little bit. 
Well, I got called in the counseling office one day, and they asked me to go, and I just said, for sure, I'll go. I mean, I'll be honest, I was just kind of going because I figured it would look good for college applications. <laughs> it would. But it, but it turned out being, honestly, it was such a fun experience. Uh, Amy Rashawn, who I mentioned earlier, she took me and two students from Monterey and one student from Cookville. There's supposed to be two from each school, but a couple people didn't get to go. But we went down to Belmont, and we got put into these different groups, and we just we learned how to structure a debate and how to build an argument and have supporting evidence because we were debating just different policies for school. I mean, like, should students be allowed to eat off campus for lunch? Should we have school uniforms? Different stuff. So we got to, like, build an argument for stuff like that. And I actually – I made a lot of friends there that I still talk to to this day. So going on probably about a year in March that I still keep up mm-hmm. with on a regular basis. So, I mean, it was just really – that one was really fun. And that's good experience. Those policies are important policies for uh, school directors and others to, to talk about. And, so. and, the, and the scope being a school boards association, that's put on by TSBA. So it's uh, something from that our school board supports and pushes out uh, and also talking about having – potentially student delegates, but they do get reports back from the SCOPE conference every year. And, and our school board members look at that uh, as they're debating school board policy for the coming year or when we review policies. Is there something coming out of SCOPE that we need to consider that we haven't thought of? So it's an interesting process. And it gets, um, gets school board members, school administrators, the perspective of the student. And that's, uh, Very that's always good to have yes, that. Sir that form of customer experience every now and then. Yes. For sure. And I mean, and you get to see other students' perspectives too. Right. That you wouldn't even share. I mean, I know like with school uniforms, I met some people that were really heavy. They supported school uniforms. And I, me personally, I thought that was, I would have never never considered that. But I mean, after hearing their reasoning for it and just varying opinions, it was just interesting to see. And I mean, it kind of opens your eyes to just different perspectives on things. And it was really cool. Well, that's great. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back for another session with Ross King and Corby King in just a moment. Welcome back to Local Matters. We are talking to Ross King and Corby King and uh, talking mainly to Ross about uh, his experiences at Upperman High and his being chosen as a Rotary Student of the Month. Uh, Ross, one of the things happening to you last year is you were a delegate to American Legion Boys State at Tech. What are your big memories from Boys State? Well, I remember at first I was kind of taken aback because, I mean, the way that I (laughs) – I mean, not in a bad way, just a little bit of a learning curve just because when I was told about it, I wasn't really told it was as military – it is the American it Legion. Yes. I mean, I guess I should have thought it through a little bit. But <laughs> but it was. I didn't realize when I got there we were going to be marching. We were going to have room inspections and just different stuff like that. But, I mean, it was a really, really good experience. I mean, much like Scope, I met people that I still talk to every day, a lot of lasting friendships for sure. And I remember my group at first, we were kind of – all very standoffish towards each other because we didn't know each other. But by the end of the week, it was you could see a total transformation. We all came together and we were working as a team for different stuff, and it was it was really fun. Well, good. I think that's the most common reaction in terms of surprise right. to Boys State is I didn't know there would be marching <laughs> right. or that much marching anyway. Right. But it's just part of the discipline approach to what the Legion is is trying to do. But again, you learn team building. You learn, yes. you learn about working yes, with a lot of others. You learn about legislative processes. Yes, that was, that was one of my favorite parts was when they had the 
Tennessee State Supreme Court come and they worked out a case and we all got to just sit there and watch that happen. That was really interesting. And what you may not know is before the Supreme Court gets there that day, the highway patrol shows up at about daybreak mm-hmm. and they bring bomb dogs through that entire building, Derryberry Hall. Right. And it is a regular Supreme Court hearing, so they're actually conducting business. But they come in there with bomb dogs and and um, really that. look hard <laughs> at that place before. So that was your safest day at <laughs> yeah. um, at Boys State. I mean, that was that was probably one of my favorite parts of the whole thing was getting to watch that unfold and see how that works and just watch it in real time. That was really interesting. Yeah, it is neat to get a chance to watch those justices. Uh, do their thing, and if you get a chance afterwards to see them at the individual level, they're just regular people too. Right. But um, great, great experience. Well, uh, shifting gears a little bit, you're a member of the Pep Club. Talk about the Pep Club <laughs> at Upperman. I mean, really, one of the main things about our Pep Club is it gets you into the games, the all the home games for free. So I mean, that's a oh, big there appeal. You go. That's, that's a big like, appeal to a lot of people, and we'll have T-shirts and stuff. But I just I love going to the Football games, basketball games. I mean, I'll be honest. I don't, I don't. I'm not like I don't understand all sports entirely. I mean, I get basketball pretty good, but football. I'm. I mean, I know how it works and whatnot. But I mean, just getting to go there and be a part of something bigger than yourself and getting to just cheer on your team and have some school spirit. I feel like I feel like some schools now they don't have as much school spirit as they used to. And I feel like this year we've kind of had a pretty good surge of we're really big on go bees, go Upperman. It's just fun to watch and get to be a part of that. Yeah, I think the pandemic really challenged for school sure. spirit because you just can't yell the way you do in a gym. No, for and sure. So that's um, that's great to be back where we can can do that. And whatever college you end up going to, you'll find it there too, and find the same kind of there. Well, and and you're a bit of a musician. I know you've you've done things in theater, but tell us about your music career so far. Yes, sir. Well, I mean, I've been playing guitar since I was probably about six years old, since I was in kindergarten. Uh, this guy right here, he put me in lessons, and I mean, I used to I used to get so mad at him for trying to make me practice. He'd say, you got to practice at least 30 minutes every day and whatnot. But I mean, I'm glad he did, because I mean, I feel like that's like one of the things I really like to do now, is now that I've done that and I've gotten better at it, I mean, I play in places, I mean, I'll play it. Red Silo for their open mic nights, and I mean, I'll play at Happy Trails. I played once over at 37 Cedar, but more recently I've been playing at Fiesta Cancun up on the hill, exit 290 by Outdoor Junction. And I mean, it's just fun, like a bunch of other stuff that I do. I You just get to meet people, and you get to get to talk to people, new experiences. He's doing it for the money, Dr. Bell. <laughs> I mean, it's the tips. It's, it's not bad money either. I mean, I'll say that. It's, the money it's and the Grammy nomination, it right? It's keep it from getting, That's the goal. It was either go play some music or get a real job, so he's, he's, he's playing music. <laughs> yeah. That's great, and and as you say, it's it's fun, and you're making a little little money on the side too, for sure. But I mean, you just get to meet all kinds of different people. I mean, it's so cool, and I mean, not, not just guitar. I played trumpet in the band from fifth grade to the beginning of my junior year, and I quit junior year. But I mean, that was just really fun because I mean, that's kind of like a team in and of itself. You get to be a part of something and it is really indeed. work together to. I played trumpet goal. too, so that's right. It's a big team. It is. And it's it's a fun one too. And those band trips are fun. You can. Yes. We only I only went on. Maybe I started to say November. you went during pandemic, so yes. you didn't do right. as many band trips as I did, probably. But 
Yeah, we traveled all over the state of Florida in the band. Well, uh, you've just done so much, uh, and and uh, uh, again, you're a representative of a lot of students who do all these things. Corby, uh, talk for a moment from the pers- from your perspective about the importance of extracurricular activities and what it what it does for a student. The extracurricular activities build confidence. The, the number one thing, if we can if we can instill a sense of confidence in students to just try things, to put themselves out there, to not be so reserved, uh, that will help them be successful in school, but also beyond school. Uh, a student who can go up and just talk to anyone, that, that is so important, who has the communication skills. Uh, and it doesn't matter if it's an athletic extracurricular or a, or a you know, theater, band, newspaper, yearbook, something. Uh, we, we, we encourage their students to be involved in extracurricular activities uh, just so they're a part of a team. Uh, you're, you're not working alone. You've got to get outside outside of your home, get outside out from behind the computer screen, get off your phone, talk to people, uh, learn how to communicate, learn how to uh, get along with others. Just, you know, in the workplace, when you go, you've got to be able to talk and get along with other people and solve problems and make it work. Extracurricular activities push students to do that. Uh, and there's something for everyone. We offer so many opportunities in all of our high schools. Uh, there is something for all the students to be involved in, uh, and that's just a huge piece of the educational process. Uh, yes, reading, writing, math, that, that's, that's, that's the nuts and bolts. That's important. But those extracurriculars are what's going to help us be successful, learning how to get along with others and put and apply the skills we're learning in the classroom. Well, and I think we know, too, both at the university level and at the um, – at the high school level, the um, the folks that are engaged in extracurricular activity generally graduate at a higher rate. They generally have higher grades. Uh, certainly in college, you know, student athletes often get a um, a bit of a of a bad reputation for not being Man. academic, but. Uh, many That's of them not, are honor students. They absolutely are. Uh, there's so much focus that has to go into that and, and the dedication that they have to have and the discipline that the student athletes have to have to go to class and go to the ball games. You know, it's not like you know you, you get a layover. You've got a game. Your bus comes in at you know, 11, 12 o'clock at night. you still got to get the homework done, still got to be in class at 8 the next morning. I remember being in class with student athletes, uh, and, and it's, it's a big lift. So a lot of discipline involved, and I know – I think a thing that's changed in the post-secondary world since I was a college student, you you would be more versed than this, but the retention rates, uh, that seems to be more of a focus is for college universities being able to retain students. Uh, and as that is growing, you look at these students in high school coming out with the extracurricular because that tells you they have the discipline both to be a successful student and to do outside things. So when you get to college, you've got all those distractions. You've got the jobs. You've got, got your work. The, the social aspects, everything, how, how, how do you balance it all? That's part of the key is learning to balance it all. Yes. And the NCAA got all over that back about 20 years ago now. There was a um, NCAA president named Miles Brand who, before he was in NCAA, he was president of Indiana University. So he mm-hmm. had a president's perspective and an athletic yes. director perspective. and. And they uh, they put in a series of uh, requirements um, in the NCAA handbook called GSRs and APRs, 
graduation success rate and annual progress rate. Right. So a student athlete has got to take a certain number of hours every semester, has got to pass a certain number of those hours, and then must graduate on time or the program gets penalized right. for it. So right. it does teach you a lot about team building and about being a member of a, a group, but it um, it also just helps you get ready for life, and that's uh, that's the important part of whatever extracurricular activities uh, students get into. So for parents, whether they're parents of an honor student or not, whether they're parents of an athlete or not, uh, get your get your kids involved in extracurricular activity early Absolutely. and often. It'll Absolutely. make a difference in their grades. Absolutely. Well, Ross, um, as you're looking at, at college – what are the big questions you've got? What kind of things are you thinking about other than, boy, I can get away from dad for a while? <laughs> no, I th- I'll miss him a lot, really. But I think questions maybe like for myself is I'm just wondering, am I going to be focused enough? I definitely think sometimes I can get distracted really easy. I mean, just trying to sit down and do my homework at home, I can get off task. And I think I'm just kind of thinking like, how am I going to maintain a balance of getting to do extracurricular stuff and then stay on top of schoolwork? Because, I mean, it's like you were saying earlier. I mean, when you're there, if you're away from home, you don't have somebody on you telling you you have these deadlines. You have to keep up with it yourself. And I think I'm just trying to think about how I'm going to work on maintaining that balance for sure. And I think that'll be one of the most important lessons you learn in college. Uh, Some folks say you learn more outside of the classroom than you do in when you're in college. (laughs) And um, you've learned a lot, obviously, uh, at Upperman, and you'll continue that. Well, we want to congratulate you on being named a Rotary Student of the Month honoree. Thank you. And I want to thank you both for coming out and being on the program. Thank you, Dr. Bell. Always enjoy being here. Thank you for having us, for sure. This is, I mean, this is the first time I've done anything like this. It's been great. Had so much fun. So thank you for this opportunity. Thank you.